Cowabunga dudes! Check out this radical episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Help me! Hang on, April. Thunder Road 3 now online. How can I help you travel through movie space-time today? Course entered. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Arcade game. 1989. Is this correct? Course set. Rewinding in 3, 2, 1... Welcome, Rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and games from 15 or more years ago. I'm your captain of the former pod, Francisco Ruiz, and I'm joined by your ex on mine, Paul, the PaulJPowers.com Master Interrupter, Master Soundboarder Powers. Cowabunga! I got my quarter in and ready to go. <laughs> nice. Also for this discussion of the video game, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, we welcome back aboard Tactics Officer and Games Correspondent, Kitos Ruiz. Hey, Kitos. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm back. I'm back for a game. You're back. Woo-hoo! They found you. For some reason, <laughs> you were in the the commissary slash uh, galley of the pod, and we're in the escape pod. Maybe we'll unpack that later in a, another ship's log. Time. But I'm uh, glad you're here, Kitos. And now that you have a quick flyby of who we all are, Paul, can you give us a quick overview of the production specs for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game? Sure. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was released May 12th, 1989 in Japan for the Famicom. Well, what? Paul, this is the for the actual arcade. The arcade. You said the the first, not the NES, not the the first Ninja Turtle game. No, the arcade game that came out in 1989. Oh man, that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. All right, I got to go back and play some more Turtle games. Okay, do that. All right. Ah, where were we? Ah, yes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was released in Japan as TMNT Super Kame Ninja and in Europe as Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles that was released on October 11th, 1989. Takes about 1.5 hours to beat and a whole lot of quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. It's rated E10. It was directed by uh, Hideki Omaya. Buckle up, people. (laughs) I got a lot of Japanese names coming. And K to Takabayashi. Yeah, programmed by Jen Suzuki, Sadaki Matsumoto, with artists being M. Mori, Mo, excuse me, Moriyami, Moriyama, K. Hatori, Yuji Asano, Kuki Yamashita, and the music was co- composed by Matsumoto. Matsu, Matsuhiko Izumi and Miki Higashino. You're, you, do you enjoy this? <laughs> Give this to me? Maybe a little. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the box office trivia? I am ready. Kidos, are you ready? I am so ready. All right. Okay. Go ahead, Paul. <clears throat> Unfortunately, uh, the budget for this game was unknown. So. What? Okay. <laughs> but. I do have the trivia question, or not the trivia, the, the question for you. Ooh, okay. 
All right. How high in the list of best-selling arcade games do you think it ranks among the arcade cabinets sold in the USA in 1990? It made the top 10. Ooh, okay. Uh, this is the, the full year because it came out at the end of the 89. Oh. So at the end of 90, it, oh, okay. it was in the top gotcha. well, rank was 10. It? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So we're in the I'd top say rank, I'm going to say rank three. Three. I'll go with a solid three. <clears throat> All right. Anyone in chat, you're welcome to join as well. I'm Bobo says 4.2. Instead of 42. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Um I I mean the little I was reading while I was looking for trivia, it seemed like it was number one. So I'll I'll say number one, but if I get it, I don't think that's fair. And I'll I'll default to Kitos. Um but Paul, where did it actually end up? It was number one. It was number one. So yes. wow. It, it won a diamond award from the American Amusement Machine Association, AAMA, mm-hmm. for a sales achievement in nineteen ninety. Oh wow, very cool. Oh. So I guess um I guess uh, So Bobo wins with four point two. No. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Ketos wins with three. Um Thank you for those factoids, Paul. And let's see if any of them factor into our memory mind melts or subsequent roundtable discussion, which we will get into once Alice is located, our target uh, game. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game, A Time Zone, now. That commercial really doesn't bring back any memories of this game to me because I never went to a time zone in Australia. But maybe they brought back some memories for you. And in fact, playing this game or thinking about playing it probably brought back some memories for us. So let's go to our memory mind mode synopsis of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Uh, for the story, Shredder has kidnapped April, so Splinter sends the heroes in the half-shell to rescue her from Krang's minions and finally defeat Shredder in the Technodrome. Uh, what we remember about gameplay is it's a side-scroller beat-em-up that allows for up-down and diagonal movement with two buttons that allow for jump and attack with each turtle having their own unique abilities. Based on those memories, as flawed as they were, though, uh, yeah, I mean, they weren't really flawed. They were kind of flawed. Well, each one didn't have a unique ability. Well, they had their own, like, weapon, I guess. Yeah, but they didn't have a unique ability. And we'll even talk about that more later. So, for this, I we might as well be... Decepted. But it'll be interesting to see if those memories, as flawed as they were, uh, what Rainley led to predict for this game before we ended up playing it. And let's find out what those were. So, uh, if there's nostalgic, tragic... Or classic. Apparently, I was going all over the board there, not in the normal order. Paul, I'm going to start with you this time. What was your prediction for a TMNT arcade game? Well, I remember playing this arcade in the arcade, if that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I, it, this is if I didn't spend the most money out of all the arcades on on this game, it was it was in the top three. Oh, so wow. I I played it a lot, but never. <laughs> 
beat it, but I enjoyed it. So I went for classic. Classic. How about for you, Kizos? I know you didn't play this growing up at all because you were like zero, but what was your... Yeah, I I wasn't even alive when this game came out, so... But did you have a prediction Um, for it? Yeah, I predicted that it would uh, be um, classic, actually. Okay. Yeah, so... What, what, just because you like Ninja Turtles, or what sort of led you to that? Uh, because I still have like really good memories of the old Game Boy game that I played. Oh, okay, of the Ninja Turtles, yeah, so Falls like Foot or Foot Clan, something, something like that. Yeah, yeah I don't remember <clears throat> the name. Yeah, um, for I just me, have fond memories of that one. Fond memories, nice for me. Yeah. I uh predicted nostalgic, I, I certainly uh have good memories of it, but I feel like Especially compared to games of today like Shredder's Revenge, I don't think it would hold up very well. So predicting nostalgic. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if those predictions pan out. But first, let's get into our things we liked most about TMNT Arcade. Let's get to our... Best bits. We got Dave Splinter. Yes, and let's start with Kitos. Were the sound effects in this game the thing you one of the things you liked, or was there something else? Uh, yeah, actually, for this game, um, it was actually the ability to play with friends is probably yes. yeah. one of my, my likes for it. Because, uh, I mean, there were a lot of games at the time, especially like Game Boy, which is what I played, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it's not like you could really play with anyone. Yeah. You're just always playing solo. Solo so. experiences, yeah. Uh, but that cool. that is also my uh, first like is oh, really? I wrote okay. down co-op. And oh nice! I know in the arcade games, um, <clears throat> it wasn't hard to find co-op games, but there were games that were not co-op where you had to take turns. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's really fun that this opened up the normal two-player to up to four. Yeah, and there were only a few that had that. So it's 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 just a, a good team camaraderie the way that you're able to play along with your friends. Absolutely. Um, and what one of the things that I like that makes that playing along with your friends even more compelling is I thought the pixel art work for the turtles and a lot of the bad guys actually was really well done. I yeah. think um, the turtles, Roxanne Bebop, uh, most yeah. of the Foot Clan, most of the Foot Soldiers that you're finding throughout most of the game. All those, I think, work really well and um, have really good animations and really good overall pixel art. Uh, yeah, to them. That, yeah, that was also my second like oh, the okay. graphics oh, because yeah. it looked just like the cartoon characters that it was based on that came out a couple years before this. So basically, I know that uh, Konami got the the <clears throat> rights and started developing this right around the same time that the cartoon came out. So I mean, you could. It's unfortunate they couldn't uh, use the same voices of the cartoons, yeah. but the graphics really hold up, so that they really resemble the cartoon. I, I'm curious, Paul. So we had sort of been talking a little bit offline. Is that one of the reasons you dislike the NES version so much? Is because the graphics are so diminished? 100% loop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because, I, like I said, I had played uh, this arc- in the arcade, mm-hmm. and then afterwards they poured it to the NES, and I'm like, oh, cool. But the graphics are 8-bit compared to the the arcade, which is at least, what, 16? At least 16, yeah, if not, exactly, if not 32 or 24. Some S- Right, somewhere yeah. in that. And so it just does not compare, and the sound port isn't good. And so, I mean, they added more stuff in the uh, the uh, the NES port yeah, to some it more to make it more playable. Yeah. But uh, it 
but when you compare the graphics and the sound, it is uh, what we once would call second class. <laughs> Indeed. <coughs> That's funny. All right. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's interesting what yeah what you're saying about because I think I I don't have that much experience with too many arcade games from this this time period, right? Mm-hmm. But I think back to the games I played on like Nintendo, super, like and Super Nintendo compared to this and the graphics of this are way better yeah they're way better than than those yeah so we do have interesting we do have a detractor in chat though uh, to your guys's opinion um book of gamers says the nes port is amazing the fact that it happened is a miracle and i will say being able to play a turtles an arcade like game on the nes is fantastic but it it's it's like really no you're really if you're so used to playing this, it's like going from from 4K to SD. It's like really hard and jarring to to make that transition. You could do it, but it's like uh, if you have the option, or it could be like Book of Gaming and just be grateful that you have anything. That's a good point. Yes, that's a good point. It's, and gratitude is a good thing. And something I'm grateful of about this game is that I thought there was a really good amount of variation in the. In the levels, um, mm. especially, it, it, I never felt bored playing through this. There's always um, either you're moving from the sort of top to bottom in the street level, or you're trying to dodge, uh, trying to dodge obstacles or or uh, or traps on one sort of on the higher section of the screen, and not the lower section, or or we're doing skateboards, or we're. I just think there's a lot of variability that made things because your attacks are very samey. It's just like bun mash the uh the attack button and jump sometimes. Yeah. Very much the same. Nothing really interesting about that. So having such variation in the level, I thought was yeah. really really engaging and helped keep keep the the game from game boring. Yeah. And uh, I I like that they use the the uh I was about to say the design feels like it's the the backgrounds are from the cartoon as well. Yes, and it feels absolutely. like it's all in the same world and it feels very cartoony and it flows very well. Yeah. All right. Um, Kitos, what else flowed well for you about this game before we get to our classic makers? Uh, definitely the controls, actually. They're <laughs> really simple. So, yeah. I mean, it's very easy to pick up. Like, yes, that's true. You don't have to know much. Yeah. If you've never played before, it's it. you don't need a tutorial to figure it out. It's, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. simple. Exactly. Easy to learn takes yeah. even less time to master. Um, <laughs> um, but awesome. Very cool. Uh, well, then let's get to our class makers, guys. And you guys have been railroading, not railroading, just like, Stealing all the thunder from mine this whole time. And pizza time. Yeah, all the pizza time. And that's really just that how much this game felt like I was playing through an episode or a series of episodes of the cartoon. Oh, it was cool. just so nice. Except for, like you said, the voice acting, uh, Paul, which yeah. wasn't really at all on point with the what the, <laughs> the voice acting in the cartoon it, was. It wasn't like that off. No, but it, it was. But it was. You, I mean, it's certainly not the same. Um, so yeah. I, I really, really appreciated how it felt like I was just playing a version of the cartoon because of how the turtles were drawn, the foot clan was drawn, the backgrounds were drawn, the, the sound effects, the, the martial arts, even though I wish it was a little bit more varied. Um, 
but yeah, I, I, that is my classic maker. Uh, Kitos, Thank you, my total. Oh my gosh, Kitos, what did you love the most? Honestly, my classic maker is that's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> how can you go wrong with that? It's, yeah, the IP. Even even the game's bad. Like <laughs> it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love this, like whatever it is, universe, whatever you call oh, yeah, it. Right? Yeah, this, yeah. This thing, just I love the characters. I love the the campiness or whatever it be. It would be just when- the. Would you say that it honors, it stays true to the, at least this version that's based on the cartoon, not the comics and not, you know, in the, it's based on the original cartoon. So would you say that re- one of the reasons that you like it is that it stays true to its source? Absolutely. I love the cartoon. So it, it felt like I was going right back into what I remember of the cartoon. Yeah. Okay. So. Very awesome. Well, that yeah, leaves... so my class yeah, sorry, my classic maker is just it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> well, so is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Three Turtles in Time, the movie from the nineties. But would you call that a classic just because it's turtles? No, but that might Oh that my might gosh. be his classic maker for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh my word. Okay. So so I'm curious, uh, Kitos really enjoyed that. It was TMNT, Paul, a, a game based on that universe. Is Was that enough to make for your classic maker, or was there something else that really, uh, really resonated with you about this game? What resonated most for me about this game was um, the sound effects. Like, oh! You, you said you mentioned before that it didn't really resemble like it, they didn't use the voice actors from the cartoon, yeah, which yeah, would yeah. have been amazing. Yes. But uh, going back to 1989, there were a few arcade games that had voice, voice act- sound yeah, effects. That's a good point. Yes. And half of those games, they were so muffled, you couldn't under really understand what they were saying. Mm-hmm. But this, not only did it sound, you could actually hear and understand when Shredder says, Tonight I dine on turtle soup. Tonight I dine on turtle soup. Or what's, it's amazing, the, the technology back then, you had to be there back then. But even like in, in this clip where Bebop, you can understand and hear him snort watch your mouth slime ball i right in the middle i mean you yeah, can yeah. tell the difference yes and, and this game opens up with the song from the cartoon yes that was great <laughs> no not that song wow <laughs> but a lot of uh, one of the the great things about this the original art uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game is that it opens up from the theme song of the original cartoon. And a lot of remakes of the games will have this song, but it's redone and resung. Yeah. This was, this was ported in from the original soundtrack. So it's like the real song. Mm-hmm. It's not like the games today where they'll play the song and then all of a sudden it's different voices and it feels jarring. And you're like, wait, is this the kids' bop version? What's going on here? <laughs> So the sound effects, the music are are my classic maker. Okay, for this game. very cool. I mean, I like sort of the modern takes, like the Shredder's Revenge take or the 2012 nah. uh, version. I just I like I'm them, so but... used to the other one. <clears throat> that's right. like, oh, that's the real version. All right, that's... you NES Turtles to arcade hater. All right, you're so used to this one that you can't get. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> when you grow up on caviar and and. <laughs> 
and filet mignon. It's 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 hard to appreciate the hamburger. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. That's a fair assessment, I suppose. Let them eat cake. Gotcha. Okay. Um. <laughs> so now that we've entered our classic makers, uh, there's there's lots to like about this game, but there's probably even more we don't like. Well, maybe not even more, but some stuff we don't like. So let's get the things we d- didn't. Oh, hold on, guys. There's one more thing I liked that I really wanted to get out that I totally forgot to share. And that's, of course, The Rushmore Show. The Rushmore Show is the place for ranking the ultimate top four in sports, video games, nostalgia, movies, and much so much more. Each week, Andy and Kirk spark engaging discussions and friendly debates, making The Rushmore Show your compass in the realm of pop culture rankings. Find us, find them at youtube.com slash The Rushmore Show, where it's all about your top four and nothing more. All right, so let's see. Leonardo, Raphael, Michelangelo, Splinter, Burn. No, no, Andy or Kirk. What does the Rushmore show have to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game? There's four in the Rushmore, and there's four turtles, Paul. It's so clear. Oh, wow. So there's four horsemen of the apocalypse. That reminds me of the, that's one of the things I like best about the arcade game. <laughs> they should do a Rushmore four. of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right, Paul, it doesn't have that much to do, if anything, to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You happy? You happy you got me there? I don't know. It depends on what's coming next. <laughs> How about some trivia? That's coming next. All right. Yeah, that sounds better. <clears throat> all right. Did you all realize that the TMNT arcade game has some references to the original comics that got translated to the live action movies, but not the cartoon that Paul is so What? For example, the first scene is a fire at April's apartment. This happens in the first live action movie, but never in the 1987 cartoon. Also on the parking lot level, a TGRI logo can be seen on one of the vans. While again, there's no TGRI in the 87 animated show. What? (laughs) And I did go and check this. I watched someone do a Let's Play and went to the part where I thought that would be. And yep, in fact, TGRI is on one of the vans. Wow. Um, So my, yeah. So my question to you all is, what is your favorite scene from any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle property? It could be a comic, movie, game. What's your favorite sort of set piece or scene? (laughs) Oh, you're laughing already. Okay, what is it? Okay, go ahead. That's the vanilla ice wrap. Oh, Oh, that's a good one. Gosh, (laughs) that's a good one. Go. Wow. Okay. How can you beat that? Yo, I could be a machine gonna rock the town without. Yeah, I know. Oh my (laughs) word. All right, that is a hard one to beat because the first thing that came to my mind. Was the uh from the first movie is the the Michelangelo slash foot soldier chuck off chuck off yeah fellow chucker eh yeah I mean that it's not an amazing scene I I think there's a lot of better fighting scenes but just the idea it's a fun little I don't know what you call it but I wish there was more stuff like that yeah I get that for me how about you Francisco for me it was it's going to be that where that scene takes place, but more expanded, like the whole from Raphael being thrown down through the, through the skylight and that whole, like leaning up to the fire of the apartment. I like that that whole, like boom, 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 boom. Just, and then Casey showing up, Casey Jones showing up. That was so cool. Oh, I loved it. Yes. So I I love that whole element up from the first movie for sure. 
See, Turtles, you got to do better. The first two movies have come and gone a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) But great Uh, trivia, Francisco. Thank you, Paul. And now that we've all had some trivial fun, let's find out what memories you, our awesome rewinders, had about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Uh, Jeremy Shields says, I remember when we first saw it at a bowling alley, me and my friends' minds were blown. And then we tried the NES version, and I was disappointed in the lack of four (laughs) players. Uh, They had a device for that, which I owned, and the lame graphics. But it was still fun to play. See? We, I was about to say, I told you so, but then it's still fun to play. So both sides win. (laughs) (laughs) Drake uh, Tungsten says, TMNT, the arcade game, was a game in the arcades. And it was made by Konami. And April was on the side. (laughs) Yes, she was on the side of the cabinet. (laughs) Um, Though I was showing, it's funny, I was showing um, when I was prepping the artwork for the the our, our reflux capacitors to vote on uh this game i you try to take an art piece from whatever it is movie or game and i chose one of the one of those art parts that are on the arcade cabinet and uh, my wife is like who is that i'm like that's april and she's like that's not april i mean i guess it's april but it's not april and i'm like yeah i know it's not but that was <clears throat> april that was the first live action april before the movie came oh, out oh i guess that would be true huh that's yeah. weird all right so the og so but, yeah she's the original april all right well but what's weird for all you people who really want to get into the details the april the model they used that's on the side cabinet is different than the April that they have on the uh, instruction manual for the arcade. Oh, so I don't know which of those two <laughs> Aprils is the original OG April. <laughs> wow. <coughs> um, and then I'll add this. Uh, I'll add this from a chat. Um, Book of Gaming says... Uh, it was always understood that the arcade games were better. I never compared NES games to arcade, so the fact that we got a Ninja Turtles game for the NES that resembled the arcade experience was so much fun. I mean, that's fair. I'll give you that. <laughs> yes. But thank you all for sharing your memories. Uh, and uh, as much as there seems to be some fondness, or at least vague memory of this game, maybe there's some things that were vehemently scarred on us because we didn't like them so much. So let's get into the things we didn't like about TMNT, the arcade game. Worst woes. Hang on, guys! Worst woes. Talk about worst transitions into this from me. Anyway, uh, let's go to Kitos. What's one thing you didn't like about... Ah! I you didn't kick off anything. Off at... I didn't no. say kick off. But you should have. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, uh, one of the things I disliked about this game, sadly, <clears throat> was the there was really not that much variety in the enemies. Oh, like, you it's have the f- just foot- the foot plan for the most part. I yeah. mean, I know they have they have some weapons here and there, but I mean, I can kind of count on my hand the different amount of enemies to fight. That's kind of true. But hey, you had the orange foot clan and then you had the purple foot clan. <laughs> oh, and don't forget the white foot clan. Yeah. Oh, and then the yellow foot clan. Oh my yeah. gosh. Uh one of the one of the enemies that I liked though was the mousers from the cartoon. That was yeah. fun. Yeah. Seeing them in there. Um but you know what? I'll I'll go right off that uh Kitos and say 
one of the things that I didn't like was that every turtle was essentially the same, uh, just reskinned. Raphael had Whoa. a slightly different special, quote unquote. Um, then it's just like the comics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like there'd be something that you could give some flavor. And if there is this in the backward math, I couldn't tell. But maybe Raphael does more damage. Donatello uh, no, takes less like life. Uh, yeah, Leonardo... No. Uh, does that, this isn't Super Mario Brothers two, where each of the four characters have special abilities? Okay, well, I'm just saying that would have been really cool if they did something yeah. to make it like, like, ooh, do I pick this turtle or this turtle? I'm impressed they got one button to jump, another button to attack, and together they got a jump attack. Really, <laughs> that impressed? I mean, you. for back in the day, you know what I mean. But yeah, I could see that. That would have been fun. Yeah. Anyway, so that I, was some idea yeah. like. Well, uh, honestly, they had two years to program this. Maybe I'm more on your side than I'd like to admit. That's fair. Well, what what also sort of detracts for you and puts you on my side, Paul? Um, I said I played this game a lot in the um in the arcade, mm -hmm. and but one of the things I dislike about this is the replayability mm, because yeah, it's not it's it's hard to describe. It's not there as much as I'd like it to be. Like. Um, like in the arcade, I think they had the settings way up because mm. I never beat it in the arcade, like I said. But mm -hmm. the play at home version, I could I could beat it within 30 lives. And that's like two two dollars and 50 cents and quarters. So it's it's and I know I've spent you get more three than, lives per quarter. Right. Yeah. Three <laughs> lives per quarter. Yeah. And I think that's about 30. Yeah. Anyway. So and I got I only got half as far. So. I think with it either being too difficult to like get very far in the arcade itself with the setting so high mm -hmm. or at home with the setting lower where you can get farther, there aren't enough levels to keep it interesting. Yeah. To... Okay. So bet between the two, I think it, it, it causes the replayability not to be as high as I think it could be. That makes sense. I could see that. Um, did Actually, you... it's one of my dislikes too. Oh, the replayability. Yeah, I I mean, once you finish it, right? Yeah, there's not much reason to really go back and play. Well, yeah. there's like nightmare mode, which ha apparently which has a lot more enemies on screen at the same time. But yeah, I, I th there's not like new or interesting content or a new way to play the game necessarily. Yeah, I yeah. think back then you didn't have like oh you you can discover hidden <laughs> things that yeah. was very rare in arcade games. Yes, exactly. Be because yeah, that wasn't. They didn't think people were going to be spending that much time on them. I, I yeah. Hey, yeah. kid, put in your quarter and go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, well, let's go back to Kethos. What's something else? Oh, you said the replayability was the thing you didn't like as well. Yeah. Right? Well, okay. yeah, that was Paul's. And yeah, that was just also one of mine. Too. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Paul, let's then go right back to you. What's something else you didn't like? I found the controllers, the controls in this aren't as precise as, say, like a Mario or Mega Man side scroll. This I is a side you scroller. The controllers, the controls, or is that the Kito's? That was me. Oh, okay. I'm me. sorry. I'm sorry. He okay. said they're easy to understand, and I agree with him. They are. Mm, they okay. are simple, but the to be able to control the character, like after jumping or moving up, it doesn't feel as robust and and precise as like i was saying a mario or mega man side scrolling game that like, yeah. you have more control over yeah i get that, that makes sense yeah that yeah. makes sense for sure um i didn't find that to be the case for me but i could see why i could i could understand that for sure 
Yeah. Um, for me, something else I didn't like, and then we'll get to our tragic makers, is that um, the the human characters seemed so washed out. Whether it's April or Shredder or uh, the girl, you mean as colors or yeah. as like two dimensional characters? Uh, like there's no story there. <laughs> <laughs> As as sprites on the screen, they oh. seemed very desaturated or or very yeah. low contrast, and I yeah. don't understand why when they ha- they get such Christmas crisp crispness mm, Christmas <laughs> crispness with the turtles, the Foot Clan, Krang, even most of the bosses. So I don't know why the human characters were so like washed out. Like I said. Is very yeah. strange to me. So I, I didn't like that yeah. about it. Well, the Book of Gaming says the April Sprite in the NES version is much better than the arcade version. Well, great. I'll, 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 I'll believe that because there wasn't much there to go on yeah, for true. the arcade. Um, all right. Then now let's get to our Tragic Makers, guys. The things we hid most about this game. and the turtles. What? Crush the turtles. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, let's have, let's get shell-shocked, uh, with our tragic makers, and I'm gonna start because this is similar, I think, to something you said, Kitos. I wanted more of the classic Turtles elements in this game. I wanted... Like a sword or a bow staff or side. what do you mean? What, what kind of elements? I'm about to explain it, Paul, if you give me a chance. Okay. Like bosses like the Rat King, or maybe a transformation the of Baxter Rat Talkspin. King hadn't come out by the time they were developing this. Okay. Only a few, like the first two seasons, which isn't very many. Like the first season only had like five episodes. Okay. So. All right. And I assume, assume you're going to give me the same Oh, you're talking the... about, oh, you, you, but you want a more variety of villains and yes. such. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. That I'll give you. Yeah. yeah. Um, is was like Kethos tr- was saying the la- the the many a foot soldier just different colors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I get those were the main villains in the in the cartoon, but yeah, I feel like you could have done a little bit more. Um, or the uh, were the was the turtle blimp early too delayed? Was, I, yeah. So I would have loved something with the turtle blimp. I would have also the turtle van is obviously in this game. I would have yep, loved something where you're actually in the turtle van doing something with the turtle van, not just on the skateboard. Um, I think that would be really cool. So hey, yeah, the skateboards weren't in the cartoon by then. Yeah. So there you go. And plus, so they were taking things from the comics. So I'm sure there are other enemies in the comics they could have used. So yeah. <sighs> so, or how about uh, like predicting movies where? Yeah, know. exactly. You see, see, they could yeah. have done it. Anyway, so that was the thing. That was my tragic makers. There weren't more of the elements that I remember liking from the cartoon in this. Whether or not they were in existed in the cartoon yet, I don't know. But I would have liked yeah. that more of that. Um, let's go to Kitos. What is your tragic maker? I okay. So my tragic maker is a little bit more personal. Okay, so. Oh. Uh, it's, I'm not a fan of this beat-em-up perspective fighting game. Oh, okay. oh you don't like, like the side-scrolling, um, beat-em-up? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I never really enjoyed it because I always would, like, hit a guy, but, oh, wait, I'm not, I'm not correctly up in the right position. Yeah, oh, yeah, I get that. And it's just, I don't know, I always felt... 
I, I don't. It always takes me out of the game every time it happens. Yeah. yeah. So but I'm but like, don't uh, you like Knights of the Round, Kitos? I, I again, I like the the <laughs> the world of Knights of the Round and whatnot. But the actual like round knights. Oh, <laughs> but the actual like beat em up, yeah, yeah. Okay. not really my thing no that is a good point i don't like how it's hard to know exactly if you're in the right spot to connect so i yeah. wish there's more um more not play but more uh what's the word i don't know just more well, more feedback basically more feedback, some kind of feedback or more feedback yeah. or just more uh, generosity in the hitbox of like okay you're you're obviously not on the exact same plane as this character, but we could tell you're close enough that you would hit him. So okay, you can yeah. get. I mean, uh, heavens knows, I get, I I am like I breathe on one of the laser laser bars and I get electrocuted. So it's okay. Well, I'm gonna have to disagree a hundred percent with Keith though, says by saying that this is my favorite type of gaming, not as oh, really? side scrolling, oh, but wow. it's the up and down and diagonal. For some reason I just love it. Okay, cool. But I'm also gonna hundred <clears throat> percent agree with him and you, Francisco, <laughs> that this is also my tragic maker. I wrote oh, really? it's difficult to find the hit boxes. Yes. Especially when moving up and down and especially on flying characters or machines. Yeah, oh my gosh. It's, yes. it's like sometimes like oh they it like sometimes Sometimes the helicopter will blink if you like jump kick it, but sometimes it won't. But yeah. for some reason, whatever it is, either the guys or the machines will hit me a lot more than I'm hitting it. <laughs> it, it feels like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, the book of gaming says in in the uh, the chat, it says mm. that uh, the game also lacks hit. It sparks, so it's hard to tell if you're doing much damage or not. So I think we 100% we all agree that this is a problem. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, okay, now that we've all entered our target information into the firing computer, Travis, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Salvo authority accepted. Ratings prepared to launch. Yes, let's get some energy from some pizza and how we rate pizza this. Time. Yes, exactly. Pizza time. Cowabunga. Do we rate the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game 1989 actual arcade arcade edition? <clears throat> A classic would recommend anyone go play this, whether or not you've played it before. A nostalgic, it's worth your time uh, to play it or to seek it out if you remember it fondly. But if you've never played it before, don't take the time or spend the money to get it. Or is it a tragic? Don't get this game. Don't play this game, uh, especially if you've never seen it before. And if you are played it before and if you have played it before, don't sell any good memories you have of it with a replay. So don't let's even think about it, cowboy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Kitos, let's start with you. What was your final reign for this game? You predicted classic. Where did it end up? Yeah, it's actually tragic. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness okay Tragic, yeah. crazy what what sort of led you to that well the issue is i i couldn't i couldn't in my my um even someone who's played it before right it's been mm -hmm. all those quarters all those years ago right mm -hmm. i don't even think it's really worth your 30 minutes of game time to then go and play it now. Like, <laughs> wow. Keep, keep it in your memories at most, but uh, 
there's so many other games to play nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, even in this like beat 'em up genre uh-huh. that are are better. So it, unfortunately, I don't think it holds up. All it's right. cool. It's cool, and it's a great part of history for mm-hmm. gaming, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot more to play nowadays. Very fair. All right, Paul. Tonight I dine on turtle soup. Apparently, you do, Paul. They yes, did. Does it hold up for you? What's your final rating? Um, as as great as it was when it came out, um, there are a lot better games that I would um spend my time on. So, for nostalgic reasons, I'm going to keep it at nostalgic. I don't hate the game. Mm-hmm. It's fun for a revisit every five to ten years. But mm-hmm. I agree. Keep those not 30 minutes of your time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever played Shredder's Revenge, that's the one to play. Yes. Instead of this one. All right. Uh for me, guys, I'm 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 very saddened that you guys were pretty much just right where I was. Um, no, I'm not saddened by that at all. I'm I'm rain it nostalgic as well. It was mm. fun, it's certainly fun to revisit. I, I, I especially gained to play with other people. If I had to play it on my own, I don't think it would have been as fun, but I don't think it's really designed to play on your own necessarily. It's more, I mean, having to be four players, it's sort of, that's, that's the optimum experience. It's, it's more fun that game. way. You exactly. certainly could play it on your own. Yeah, you could. Um, yeah. but I feel like that wouldn't be the, the best, uh, way to do it. Life is just sad. <laughs> or it's just a reminder that life is sad. Wow. <laughs> So, um, but we neglected to include our reflux capacitors, which thank you oh. so much for supporting this uh, show. And according when I add up their uh, their scores together, they predict they predict they rated this game a classic. So what? yeah, so we have a classic and a tragic and two nostalgic. So I think we can soundly say that according to the Retro Rion podcast, we rate. The TMNT arcade game, a disputed nostalgic game. It's worth your time Thank to you, my replay uh, if you enjoyed it in your past. But if you've never have played it um, or only played it a little bit, probably not worth a replay. So now it's time to stay in 1989 and see what we're all up to. Travis? Return to the 20XX overrated. Comstats broadcasting while awaiting return coordinates. Uh, feels good to still Go be in nowhere. 1989. <laughs> Going nowhere. I, three minutes, three minutes of playtime thanks to these reflux capacitors, namely <laughs> Deborah Powers, Geek Devotions, Drew of the Cellcast, Ashley Ruiz, Kenneth Thin, Fabius Lomax, Rosie Lomax, That's Our Bobo, D Tungsten, Dale, Mr. Loss, Daryl Hafner, Cool Deluxe. Oh, you're right here. Woohoo! Oh, Dustin hey. Warford. In addition to two other awesome patrons as well. Thank you all so much for keeping the Jigwats coming. And if you want to keep uh, help us keep flying and get bonus content for your generosity, head over to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support to start. Yo, dude, this stream is sponsored by PaulJPowers.com. Cowabunga! Hey, Francisco, is there any ways to support the show that doesn't take a hit on the wallet? Uh, let me check. Uh, maybe you can sell some turtle wax. No, that one makes sense. Oh, how about this? Uh, you probably enjoyed this episode if you've made it this far. So if you aren't driving, tap the share icon in your podcast player for this episode and send it to a friend saying, I know you like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I thought you might like this podcast where they talk about their arcade game about it. 
Cool. And I'll bet they'll thank you for it. And speaking of thanking people, we want to give a big turtle hug to Kitos for supporting us with his thoughts about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade games. Or should I call you Cool Deluxe? Because, all right, Cool Deluxe, where can people find you online? Is there anything cool you got going on that they should know about? Uh, Let's see. Not yet, but they can find me online at... um, (laughs) At Cool Deluxe, Q O O L D E L U X X. It sounds like you're struggling a little bit. What are you playing a game right now or something? <laughs> I hear this might be tap. tap. Oh, <laughs> Could sorry. it be a game you just rated tragic? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. yeah. No. So you can find me on Twitter at Cool Deluxe, Q O O L D E L U X X. And yeah, you can message me about games or anything you'd like. I'm also into a bunch of technology and AI too. So very, very just cool. want to have a chat about that stuff. Yeah, contact. Nice. Yeah, if you're watching uh, the live version of this, the little icon Cool Deluxe has of that cool turtle. He actually made the AI that generated that icon. So am I? Do I have that right, Cool Deluxe? Or am yeah, I that's correct. Yeah. That? yeah. So. Thank you again, Kitos, and uh, my awesome Trolltastic friend, Paul, and all you Rewinders, new and old, for another fun voyage. You're welcome. And you can find me, pauljpowers.com, at pauljpowers.com. Indeed. And you can find me on our Discord for show announcements or just to say hi. Join us at retroreviewonpodcast.com slash Discord. And also, if you want to be in the know about the tabletop card game I am designing, called Junkyard Juggernauts, go to junkyardjuggernauts.com and sign up for the email email list there. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box, a curated collection of podcasts, videos, and articles that will provide you a balanced meal of content. You will find culture celebrated for its past and future, satirized for its extremes, explored in study, and created anew in story. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. Thank you, Shredder. And as Shredder <laughs> just said, we are now part of Culture Box Media Network. Find all the shows unpacking truth through story, comedy, and geekery at Culture Box Media. Thank you, Exxon. Thank you all for listening. We pray you are more joyful today than when you first hit play. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all for the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast. Rewinder to the Lost Spot mission complete. Review audio ship's logs for more details. And when you go to bed tonight, remember... Say your prayers, Toidos. Uh, who put the lights out?